0: This is the Simi Sarah Show On Demand. Subscribe now on iTunes. Listen to the show each weekday, 10 to 2, on 980 CKNW and through the Radio Player app. Do you think cities in our province need to be more bike-friendly and less car-friendly? Let's check in now with the bicycle mayor of Victoria. No, she's not the actual mayor. That would be Lisa Helps. Susan Stokoff is the bicycle mayor of Victoria, and I'm very pleased to welcome her. Hi, Susan.
1: Hi, Mike. Thanks for having me today.
0: Thanks for coming on. What is the bicycle mayor of Victoria, and how did you get you that job?
1: Oh, well, the bicycle mayor of Victoria is exactly what it sounds. Um, I've taken on a visionary role. Um, to lead the uh, normalization of cycling in Victoria. Um, I became the bicycle mayor um, last year. I went to the University of Amsterdam and I attended a program called Planning the Cycling City. I took a leadership course with the Dutch organization or social enterprise called Bikes, and that's B-Y-C-S. It's not an acronym, it's the full name. Um, And this social enterprise, they um, promote transport cycling, And um, I took a leadership course through them, and I decided that um, Victoria needed a bicycle mare. So I applied, and um, I had endorsements from community leaders in Victoria who all agreed that I would be the right person to do this, and here I am.
0: Okay, so you were uh, appointed by City Hall or City Council? Or? No,
1: no, oh. not at all. It's it's a, a position not associated with City Hall at all. It's. Oh. Um, so so Bikes, the, the international organization, the social enterprise, um, they have a, a, a mission to have 50% of all city trips to be by bicycle by the year 2030. So they thought, how are we going to reach this ambitious goal? And they started the Bicycle Mayor and Leader Program. And so the first bicycle mayor was in Amsterdam. And... Um, And in fact, um, I think this week they're actually electing their second junior bicycle mayor in Amsterdam as well. So there's more than 40 of us across the globe.
0: Okay. When you talk about the normalization of cycling in the city, what does that mean? Isn't it, isn't cycling normal now?
1: No, (laughs) it's actually not. We're, we're mostly talking about when you hear anyone and even I'm at the BC active transportation summit right now, taking a break to talk with you, um, and when people talk about cycling, they're constantly talking about it as a commuter activity, riding to work activity. And, and that's, what the, that's not the normalization. Um, I want to see cycling become a legitimate form of transportation where every single city policy that is created includes bicycle and infrastructure and the safety of people in the streets. And okay. um, when you normalize cycling, you wear normal clothing. You're not getting all sweaty in sports.
0: Okay, speaking of safety, now one of the things that you've, you've said here in the last few days is about helmets. That's getting a lot of people uh, uh, interested in, in your point of view on this. You don't think cyclists should be forced to wear
1: helmets, right? Uh, that is correct. I don't think there should be a law telling us how to care for ourselves. I think that should be your own decision. Um, and in you know, actually, in Alberta, um, the law is. Um, you can is you can choose to wear your helmet or not after the age of 18. So um I just think that we should be able to make a decision for ourselves and if wearing a helmet is what gets you on your bicycle then you should do that.
0: Okay, do you wear a helmet yourself?
1: Never. Oh, actually, I want to preface that. that, that I, don't, I shouldn't say never. Um, city riding on my city Dutch bike, upright bicycle, no, I do not wear my helmet. When I go on tour cycling and I'm riding in traffic and I'm riding at faster speeds, I do wear a helmet. So there's a difference between okay. high speed and city meandering.
0: Okay. I find it a little astonishing that as the bicycle mayor of Victoria, you would be advocating for people not being forced to wear helmets. I mean, in my own family... Uh, everyone's got a bike in our house and everyone wears a helmet or you don't ride. I, I just, what is the point of that, of saying you don't wear a helmet?
1: I I just don't think that I should be forced to wear it. I think if you and your family want to wear a helmet, then you should do that. And, and, and I'm fine with that. It, it's none of my business. Um, but you know, this is just a BC law. Um, and in other jurisdictions and countries, there is no helmet use. And if I could use the Netherlands as an example, because yeah. it's not just Amsterdam, but it is the whole country that does not wear helmets. There is le- It's the 0.5% of people wear a helmet in the Netherlands. And those people are the ones who are exercising for sport and at pack that come from North American countries that may have a helmet law. Okay. And I can also tell you, this is very important, yeah. Yeah. that the Netherlands has the lowest rate of head injury in the world.
0: For okay, cycling. But, people, but people do get head injuries from cycling in Norway. I mean, that's not really disputed. Um, if you take a look at the safety record around helmets and, and how it can help people prevent or lessen a head injury... In, in an accident i i'm just astonished that the mayor the cycling mayor of the city would would take a position like that
1: well in fact it's not i i'm kind of being forced to talk about my own personal views um I, well you're I'm the bicycle
0: also, but you're the bicycle mayor right you're supposed to be setting an mm-hmm. example for the rest of us aren't you
1: he, well um yes and no well actually no i'm not a role model on, on you should be wearing a helmet and I'm going to you know, tell everybody to wear a helmet. That, that is not the role model that I am aspiring to be. I'm aspiring to normalize cycling in, a, in um, an area where sport and recreation is the norm. Um, and how is, and how, is a manda-
0: how is a mandatory helmet law uh, in, in, in opposition to that?
1: It's, well, it's repressive for starters and it stops people from riding. There's 60% of people in Victoria that are curious and want to start riding their bicycle. And there's reasons they're not. A, there's a helmet law, and that's not for all of those 60%, but also um, the streets aren't safe. So as we start building out more and more infrastructure and slowed streets, traffic calming streets, we're going to get more people riding bicycles. And that's the whole point, is to get people on bikes.
0: Okay. Have you ever talked to an emergency room doctor who's treated a, a kid who's had a head injury from a cycling yeah, accident?
1: No, and, and the thing of it is... Know, maybe it sh- should. No, it won't change. It will not change. I'm telling you that because it's a decision. This is the point that nobody else makes. It's a personal decision that everyone should make for themselves. I'm not telling anyone not to wear a helmet, and I'm not saying that wearing one could potentially protect you. I'm saying a helmet law and helmets do not prevent accidents. Cycling infrastructure does. That's the important piece. Yeah, well, it
0: may not prevent accidents, but it can certainly help save, your, uh, save you from a right. catastrophic injury if you're involved in one.
1: Yeah, everybody goes to that catastrophic place. But yeah. I'll, I'm going to reference again what I said about cycling in the Netherlands, that only 5% of people wear helmets. They have the lowest rate of head injury for cy- from cycling in the world. Now, what does that tell you? I'd like you to answer that. (laughs) Well,
0: okay. Well, I'm looking at a report here from the Institute for Road Safety Research here on bicycle helmets and their use in the Netherlands, and it says in this report that more than 800 cyclists a year in the Netherlands sustain head and or brain injuries in a collision with a motor vehicle, and more than 2,500 cyclists in the Netherlands every year suffer a head or brain injury after uh, a uh, non-motor vehicle injury, so a bicycle-only crash. What do you say to that?
1: Yeah, well, it doesn't change anything for me. What you do you know, mean? I what would, do you mean? Maybe rather, these people could not
0: have been injured if they were wearing a helmet.
1: But you know what? They had a choice whether they wanted to wear one or not. It was a yeah. personal choice, and and they're going to continue with their personal choice, um, just as I will. Um, yeah. And you know, like you, you can't scare me. Like that's what you're trying to do—is scare me. But I've done my research. I've made an intelligent, informed decision, and I'm not asking anyone to follow me. And I, um, I'm not really convinced why everybody needs to, you know, make it a problem.
0: I'm, I'm not um, trying to. I'm not trying to scare you, Susan. I, I'm just. Mm-hmm. I just think that it's irresponsible for someone who calls herself the bicycle mayor of Victoria to be talking yeah. about that. It's okay not to write, write, uh, use a helmet uh, when you're on a no, bike. I just I'd think like that's a bad mess. Bad message that. to yeah. send to kids.
1: You- yeah, I never said that it's okay not to wear a helmet. I have you never don't wear that. one That That is correct, but I am not the role model for children. Their parents are, and they need to tell their child what is right for them, not me. That's not my role.
0: Right, but you're saying, though, yeah. that, that helmet use on bicyclists should not be mandatory. The government that should what? That
1: is correct, but it doesn't mean you shouldn't wear a helmet. I'm just saying that it should be an option. And, and so we're freaking out about this, but what about Alberta. You know, why Why aren't people freaking out in Alberta? Why aren't they receiving more head injury? Like, that's what you think is going to happen, is that there's going to be all these head injuries once you remove the helmet law. Um, that's just not the case. What,
0: what kind of reaction have you gotten from your, your viewpoints on helmets here the last couple of days?
1: Yeah, so all the, <laughs> you know, the people with the strongest voices come out in social media. What I get behind the scenes on my... Um, Direct messaging where people, the public can't see is tons of support for personal choice, people who are supporting me. And and that's who I'm doing it for. Um, The ones who are the most vocal, um, you know, half of them don't even drive a ride bicycle. They're in cars. And right. and the best way to keep people safe is in separation and infrastructure. It, it right, um, right. gets more people on bikes riding. It removes um, the people from driving who would prefer to ride, and and actuality makes more space for people who do want to drive. It's a win okay. situation for everybody.
0: All right, Susan, thank you for coming on. Mm-hmm.
1: Thanks, Mike.
0: <laughs> I appreciate it. Susan Stokoff, she is the bicycle mayor of Victoria and says she's opposed to mandatory helmet laws for cyclists. cyclist. She does not wear a helmet herself. I totally disagree with her. I completely 100% disagree with this bicycle mayor of Victoria. I believe helmets should be mandatory for cyclists. My kids don't go on their bike if they're not wearing a helmet. And I just think it's dangerous to have someone who is the so-called bicycle mare saying that she doesn't think that helmet use should be mandatory.